1: About ten days after 9/11, I went through the Pentagon and I saw Secretary Rumsfeld. He says, "We've made the decision we're going to war with Iraq." Uh, I said, "Well, did they find some information connecting Saddam to Al Qaeda?" He said, "Is it?" He says, "There's nothing new that way. They just made the decision to go to war with Iraq." He said, "I guess it's like we don't know what to do about terrorists, but." We've got a good military and we can take down governments. So I came back to see him a few weeks later, and by that time we were bombing in Afghanistan. I said, are we still going to war with Iraq? And he said, oh, it's worse than that. He said, I just got this down from upstairs, from the Secretary of Defense's office today. And he said, this is a memo that describes how we're gonna take out seven countries in five years, starting with Iraq and then Syria, Lebanon, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, and finishing off Iran. I a ball. nickname he sell raw Different city, same ghetto, bring the wolves on tour
0: Push start, drop top, 812, two door Baby Rover, Ben's coupe, cool, bitch, he got it, choose yours How could I not? How could I not? When the brick is 36, bitch, how could I stop? These Richard Mills are one of one, shit, how could I watch? We made it, we made it, whether you like it or not Nigga, we made it, <laughs> nigga, we made it, we made it, nigga, we made it, thank God that I made it, nigga, we
1: made it, we made it, look, my mom made
2: it. <laughs> hey, it's Jose Gallison. you're watching No Way Jose, you can find us on No Way Jose YouTube channel, all the major oddpocketers and Odyssey and Rumble as well, always forget to keep throwing in Rumble, uh, definitely go check that up, trying to check that out, trying to build that up. Uh, a little apology, guys. Uh, today I was supposed to have on a debate with Austin Peterson and Dave Smith that got rescheduled. Uh, Tower Gang with Dave Smith got rescheduled as well. Uh, blame Dave, not us. <laughs> uh, today I have Reed and Clint with me. Uh, Reed's only gonna be here for a little bit. We're just gonna do like a live stream. Uh, a little talk about current events. Uh, any little AMAs you guys have in the chat? Uh, if you really want to make sure I see your chat, go be a patron and use a little code I put in there. That way I can identify it. Uh, but otherwise, I'm going to try. If there's any good good questions, I'll try to bring it up. If you're asking bullshit, I'm not going to. Uh, but yeah, I do want to remind you guys how this works. Usually, I drop these uh, about a week. I record these about a week early, then drop them later or for the rest of you peasants. And uh, if you want to get that early, patreon.com. No Jose 2020. Lowest level is 2 bucks, uh, And then the highest level is my sponsors, and that's Toad. Uh, my co-host on tower gang uh you can follow him on twitter at tower gang toad then also have at abrogate d's then kevin b clark a full-time guitarist and private music teacher in the new york area so if you need a guitarist or you're trying to learn music that's your guy then at z-o-v-e-r-a-c-k and then at underscore infinite zeal let's go ahead and get my boys into it and start shooting shit Sup, Reed? the return not much What's up, my beautiful bald bastard? <laughs> the Dave replacement. Nigga, we made it. <laughs> Nigga, we made it. We made it. We made it. God, I love that song, dude. That fucking that edit slaps. By the way, I forgot to give props. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, that's Psyops on Twitter. Go follow him. Uh, he's been putting out some fire lately with all this Israel shit going on, dude.
3: I think I think that's he. He has replaced uh, Jinx with the the fire edits, man. Goddamn yep 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 he's been he's been uh i
2: don't know jinx has been on this weird horny the horny like streak lately where he's just been doing horny shit it's weird yeah it's just, very sad which i mean like cool i guess live, live your best life buddy but uh, i don't know uh when you come back to the parapolitics stuff i'm here <laughs> but uh you, a lot of shit going on guys a lot a lot, lot of a lot, lot of shit uh
3: i haven't after, noticed yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm stunned <laughs> to hear you say that what have i missed i've been you know i've been checked out all week so. I
2: don't. The thing is, like, I don't even almost even know where to start because the misinformation is so nuts. And I try to be somewhat like, I get there was an attack and it looks like people were killed, but like initially right off the bat there were like what like reports of rapes and stuff. And then when you look into that, that was like I believe there was only one report. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but you we like you get to the point where like I don't even necessarily completely know what between the two of you, whoever feels you guess you can handle it better. What do you think is the best we can know? happened uh it, you know to kick all of this off because i'm still like I, there's so much I the, the the sources of information are not to be trusted well you know? one
3: rape sounds a little high to me i don't know yeah. uh reed, reed uh i mean i know you've got limited time so i'd rather let you rip if i don't know you've been working probably so i don't know if you've been able to follow this as closely as i have but what are your thoughts
4: yeah i mean i think there was an attack and i think hamas is brutal. I mean, I I don't know why anyone feels the need to downplay that. I mean, these guys are like Israel's Al Qaeda, sort of like to, as as Al Qaeda is to us, Hamas is to Israel, you know, like this group that they have purposefully propped up, but there's no need to like whitewash who they are. They are awful and they murder people all the time. Uh, But yeah, I mean the Israeli side of the story is always blown out of proportion. Like they always exaggerate the shit out of everything and say that they haven't done anything bad. They're they're trying to minimize civilian casualties, which is obviously not true if you just look at the footage of Gaza. I mean, there's been pictures coming out of what Gaza looks like over the last week and it's just rubble. I mean, it just leveled that place. Um, I don't know what the official death count is up to now, but I mean, there's nothing level-handed about how Israel has responded to this, you know, telling over a million people that they need to just get out of town in a matter of hours, and then they're just going to level the place. Like, I'm wondering if this is going to change... uh, I don't know about the world's perception of Israel as much as the United States' perception of Israel. I mean, the world has always been kind of skeptical of Israel. I mean, even as much as the UN sucks, even they have condemned israel for 109 countries humanity many times <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and uh, <laughs> um you know the united states has specifically been a country that's always turned a blind eye to it and just supported them at every turn and i'm wondering if this is going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back it seems like more and more people are getting iffy about it and kind of realizing that, you know, maybe I was betting on the wrong horse this whole time. And Jose and I were talking before the show and you said, it seems like everyone who's just giving Israel a full throat of defense all the time uh, at all costs is just doing it out of emotion. Not a lot of logic behind it or a lot of facts. Um, and there's some emotional anti-Israel sentiment out there, too, but a lot more of it's actually backed up with images and facts and statistics and history. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I hope that this is a turning point, if nothing else. Uh, but I think a lot more people are going to die. Um, and it's uh, I don't know. It's sad. Like lots of my immediate friends and family, um You know, they have always supported Israel and they probably always will unless it's really shoved in their face that they I mean, even even with this, I don't know if it'll change their mind. Like, it's just kind of a dogmatic religious thing that a lot of people just do for no reason other than that they've been told to. So I don't know. I'm hoping things change after this a little bit.
2: Real real quick, I do want to hit on the and I'm not saying you're accusing me of this. I know a lot of people like get caught up in the minutia of like there was this claim. There's that claim. And you, you kind of mentioned about, like, whitewashing and downplaying it. Like, I'm not surprised at all if these people did crazy, heathen shit. Like, essentially, it's something that happens in asymmetric asymmetric warfare. When you have a much smaller, more primitive, you know, uh, war fighting force, the type of awful things they tend to do tend to primitive things. It wouldn't surprise me at all. I, I, like, but at the same time, I, there is somewhat – I know what happens during these moments. I know lies come out. People overstate things. And so I think – these if you are someone who's apt to catch these lies or exaggerations, I do think it's helpful for multiple reasons. One, to catch them in a fucking lie. Cause if you can catch them, like really, like you don't even need to play this up and you're wanna tell me about 40 decapitated babies when you've already have innocent oh, yeah, people sure. being murdered. How disgusting is that? And then also on top of that – god, I forgot. There was another reason. But anyway, yeah. My point being is I don't feel like the need – like it's not that I'm surprised. I just think it's important to point it out as we go. Oh, I remember the other point because then later it becomes now we get this gish gallop of these smashed together claims whenever they come back of the reasoning. And don't get me wrong. All we have to do is provide the logical reason and be like, you can't kill innocent people, but they've thrown so many gish gallop emotional words based on lies. You know, say, say for example, there because the old, let's say it's true. There was only one reported rape and that was a lie. Cause it does seem a little silly that these guys would be raping as they go. Like, I mean, maybe, uh, I don't know. I guess I wouldn't be surprised, but if you're trying to get to do a smash and grab odd time to do that. Uh, but, uh,
3: but wow. my point well, being talk is, about a play on words, smash <laughs> and grab,
2: <laughs> but, point being is that is a uh, if you can point that out to be like hey this is at least unfounded you have you have chipped away at their credibility which is important because they should lose credibility for running with things like that in in times like this especially so i i, I guess i'll pass it off you clint i know you had some words say to what reed said i believe i don't know if we just lost him there but uh yeah he
3: just doesn't, he just doesn't want to hear my points that's tragic um Look, I, I, have watched the footage. I know, I know for a fact that they were attacked. <laughs> like, I have no doubt about that. I have no doubt that innocents were killed. I have no doubt that innocents were kidnapped. I have no doubt that innocents are being held hostage. Um, I also have no doubt that the Israeli government has, you know, abused the Palestinian people for a very long time, but very egregiously so. Ever since Hamas, uh, you know, took took power in two thousand seven, and. Uh, keeping in mind that it has also been a policy of the Netanyahu administration to to keep Hamas in power because they s- explicitly did not want the the world stage to be willing to accept a a two state solution so like it's reed's point about them being our or being Israel's al-Qaeda is exactly right and i think that that's the main reason that i i have been more willing to take risks in questioning things early on is that like all of you know contrary to what ben shapiro and these other fucking lunatics are saying that like oh the media is all on the palestinian side like that's not that's not what i've seen i've seen a a, you know a tremendous amount of people going Israel was attacked. This is horrific. We must all condemn it. And it's like, like why are you asking me to condemn terrorism? Obviously, I fucking condemn terrorism. Like, what? So anytime I start to hear shit like that, I'm like, oh, you want average people to have to condemn something that we all condemn naturally? That's fucking strange, dude. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel like the media has been very... Uh, you know, lopsided in terms of of looking out for the Israeli side versus the Palestinian side. So I have gone out of my way to try and give shed more light to the Palestinian side. It's the exact same thing I did with Donald Trump. I don't fucking like Trump. I didn't vote for him ever, but I, I constantly am defending the guy because he's fucking being lied about. That's how I feel about the Palestinian people. Not so not so much Hamas, but just the people. Um, and then today you have the the hospital bombing, and look. Like, I try really hard to check my biases before I make any sort of conclusion, but I am very, very confident that that was an IDF strike. Like, very, very confident. You you cannot expect to have 400-plus casualties, by some estimates 500-plus, uh, from a Hamas rocket. I mean, they have landed. They have gotten through the Iron Dome. They have struck, uh, you know, buildings in Israel. You have never seen a casualty count that comes anywhere fucking close to that, dude. So... I don't believe for a second that Hamas has a rocket that has that kind of payload, and I, my my personal thesis on it, and I can't prove this part, but I will I'll lay it out just because we're pontificating as to what we think may have happened. I think that Hamas was firing from that area, and uh, the IDF responded to try and take out their their launch pad essentially, and and what they were using was a uh, like a, a heat guided missile, and they fired a few. And one of them hit where Hamas was launching from, and the other uh, hit some sort of power source. Because you know how the power is all out everywhere. Well, you would imagine that a hospital has a generator. So I was thinking maybe maybe the heat guided missile was redirected and, and hit the generator, and obviously that blew up five hundred fucking people. Um, so that that's my thesis on it. I you know I can't prove that part. I, there's a tremendous amount of questions that are still on the table as to. The six or seven hours at minimum six hours before there was any significant military presence, keeping in mind that that Israel's the size of the state of New Jersey, like you could get to the one side to the other in an hour in in a plane. It's like this is fucking bullshit, dude. This is fucking bullshit. You don't have a six hour response time to one of the most highly technologically advanced, highly guarded borders in the world. And it takes you six hours. As they come in, they take you know a couple hundred hostages and they murder twelve hundred innocent people. Bull fucking shit. If there's not a stand down order, I don't know what to say, man. It doesn't make any sense otherwise. Yeah, it doesn't make sense too because it's
2: my understanding that they're required. Every citizen is required to join the IDF at some point, point. and also that I believe the the civilian like the military bases are pretty well integrated in the civilian areas. So like which plays also the discussion of human shields like that's their discussion that they're operating out of civilian areas and apparently that's it's my understanding it's very common with uh israeli forces i mean reed might know that better than i would so is he
4: reed does look like reed reed looks like a hamas hostage yeah you're breaking up a little bit sorry about my connection but um (laughs) (laughs) back to normal um Yeah, um, I mean, I agree with Clint. I don't think that that was Hamas. I mean, when Hamas tries to hit something they're you know, the the size of their rockets, they basically have to land on top of somebody to actually cause uh, casualties. So trying to take out 500 people all at once like that, I don't think that they'd be capable. Um, And just to uh, touch on what you were talking about earlier, Jose, about the 40 decapitated babies, I totally agree, like you know i I was watching pierce morgan argue with um i forget who he was arguing with on his show but the guy was basically saying you don't have proof for the 40 dead babies and then pierce morgan was like so you're saying no babies have died and he's like no that's not what i'm saying that's not the point you're you have like this exact number of babies and how they were killed and like this is so important and that's always what war propaganda is it's always like a certain number uh, you know, it's like babies and in incubator babies pulled from incubators, you know, Saddam Hussein was shredding people in these machines or whatever. Like there's always these exact details that they put out there. And well, then the, if the you Jap- say, Japanese
3: I'm, in World War Two were, were, you know, bayoneting infants, that was the story then, too. Maybe it was true. Right. I don't really know. But I'm just saying, like, these are always the tales of, you know, war crimes. Yeah. yeah and with I mean,
2: the yeah. uh, with the beheaded babies one, I believe then later what happened is you know this is right when uh, the whole uh people with the what's it called uh ai with the whole ai thing i know i don't know if that's legit or not with the ben shapiro post i believe i don't know if he pulled that straight from but there was some posts from israel where they were like here's however a bunch of dead babies kind of like oh you guys asked for the pictures but they weren't decapitated and they were just dead babies don't be wrong dead babies is bad but it's like you're yeah, sending no a bunch of you're <laughs> you're sending a bunch of unidentified like just pictures of dead babies and it's like Okay, there are dead babies, but like there was a claim associated with this. Like you're just showing me dead babies. No one said there weren't dead babies, or that you weren't able to provide pictures of dead babies. Are these even being represented Are these even actually Israeli babies that died from this attack? You're just showing me dead babies. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like it's like well, I'm the, sorry,
3: the, I don't fucking trust you. <laughs> the, the key, the key in pointing this stuff out is not to diminish the atrocity. It's to demonstrate that you are being manipulated emotionally. That's the whole reason I've focused, you know, the past three episodes of my show on this very topic is like I can I can sense it. We you and I all of us have all, all lived through this so many times. We went we just fucking went through it with the Russia Ukraine war. Snake Island and yeah. this fucking this uh this fighter pilot that takes out like a 25 people or some shit. It's like it's all it's all so transparently war propaganda and it's like because I pointed it out, then then I'm a fucking you know, holocaust denier or some bullshit. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm pointing this out because I want everybody that's trying to be emotionally manipulated into either sending their sons and daughters to fight and die for this country or just to send billions and billions more that escalates this into a, a hot war that's a regional war that ends up with more people dying. Either way, I don't want to lend any verbal support to what I can tell is an obvious propaganda campaign that is specifically targeted at the american people if you notice that they will put out shit from israel that's in english that's targeted to fucking us dude they will reference us by name they will say the americans i'm like if you if you've been through this enough times you should identify like it, it, it's not they're not doing it because they want us to fucking tweet out like i stand with israel they're, they're doing it because they want us to, to sense or send the message to our congressional representatives do whatever you want to do dude just go for it and and you guys will all get reelected because you're all going to get fucking funding for it um and i'm just like i'm just going to reject that
4: yeah i mean dan mcadams he's talked a lot in the past about how if you're against war you have to be against war propaganda and I've seen some people who have been just spouting all the same talking points as Israel. And then they suddenly see, oh, wow, 2000 U.S. troops are put on standby to go over to Israel or Israel wants 10 billion dollars to fight its war or whatever. And then they're all like, whoa, 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 what? Like, no, no, no. I don't think we should be doing that. It's like, well, you have been prepping the, the American public and everybody who listens to you and sees you. You've gotten them all emotionally riled up and ready to do this, buddy. So I don't know what you expect. So if you're going to push the propaganda, you might as well be pushing the 10 billion to Israel and a 2000 troops over there, because that's what the goal is all along. That's what it's always been.
2: Yeah. It's funny. Those are the same people you're describing were a lot of the ones who were being like, Oh my God, look at these people, you know, the 40 beheaded babies. Well, they clearly are killing people and they're savages too, but we don't want to send a dollar over to Israel. And you're like, I mean, okay, like it's fair, but like maybe be critical and you be thinking and realize governments lie. They lie a lot. If anything, the logical default should be they're probably lying. Like when there's a claim, especially in war times, like if you have taken any time to understand the history of governments and the things they will do gladly to secure their power. (laughs) <laughs> like once you realize the atrocities they'll go is it really that surprising that they would i don't know maybe collect a few palestinian babies and, and line them up for pictures and be like oh yeah here's the 40 40 fucking dead babies we were talking about well, i don't you- fuck it. doubt they would do that themselves i don't doubt they would take babies out and shoot them themselves and take pictures i don't yeah. that's how that is the degree Any, that, like, anything's them- possible yeah, that's a contempt to which I hold governments in general, particularly the United States and Israel. <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> well, and, let, and let me let me just demonstrate that I'm trying to be even handed about this. The there was a press conference from the Palestinian side in Gaza that was just in the center. You had a, a doctor and a nurse that were in the center behind a podium with just a bunch of corpses covered up by uh, you know white blankets, and it was allegedly at the hospital that had been struck by the IDF. At least that's their. Their uh, you know version of the story. I'm not sharing that because I I it look it strikes me as war propaganda. It strikes me as like look at this. There's all these kids laying around. It's like it's just white sheets. I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. I don't even know if it's in the right spot. So like I'm trying to just really be cautious about this whichever direction it's going and just trying to you know point out things to my audience that are like hey you're not crazy to to be suspecting that this might be uh you know bullshit and. Uh, one other thing I wanted to point out, too, there was an Is- Israeli uh, connected journalist that within minutes of the hospital being struck uh, this morning tweeted out the IDF launched a, a, a strike against this hospital, um, you know, blah, 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 like uh, stand with Israel or some shit like that. And then he deletes it. <laughs> he deletes it an hour later.
4: And it's like, <laughs> it's like, like you know, oh, whoops, bad tweet.
3: <laughs> yeah, you just admitted to a war crime, homeboy. Like, oops. Um, <laughs> so there there's that example there's there's just so many examples of like why this this story doesn't add up and i just think it doesn't make any sense that hamas you know would be capable of it at all it's like all it all 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 signs point to uh, Israel being responsible for it. Now I'm not I'm not coming to a hard conclusion here. I hope people can sense that. I'm just saying like the fact that it's being portrayed as if this this oh there's video footage from fucking Al Jazeera and it, and it shows like one of one of the bottle rockets that Hamas is shooting off. It was it was shot out of the sky and then the the debris landed on the fucking hospital and it killed five hundred fucking people. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I'm like you're an idiot. You don't know you don't understand anything about munitions and I'm not like some fucking military expert. But like come on on dude what are you thinking
4: this is like uh saying that russia blew up the pipeline i mean it's like i mean we didn't know right out of the gate but it was like come on why would they do that i mean and and
3: and and for the record day of i was saying i was saying that's a cia or an mi6 operation i tweeted that shit out then too so whatever
4: yeah oh do you have more to say there (laughs) <laughs> no i mean i was just saying I, I think it's a very similar situation you know like you don't know what the truth is yet but you can kind of look at the situation and yeah. you know make an educated guess
3: and in hindsight who was right was it our media that was saying no russia's just fucking so crazy they blew up their primary export pipeline for their number one export basically their only export and they blew it up because they're out of there." that's how fucking crazy they are and we're like oh, that doesn't make any sense and it's like <laughs> oh yeah yeah well we were right of course yeah I'm pretty sure the guy you were referring to, Clint, he
2: said something at the end. He like he announced, like essentially that, like because I know the suite you're talking about. He said something along the lines of, "Oh, they launched the IDF launched a a rocket at whatever hospital," and then like the next paragraph was like, uh, "It's a shame that Hamas, uh, you know, caused this (laughs) to their people that they like
3: store munitions in hospitals." (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) which it's like they like didn't even bother to say like, "Oh, because they were this or that." Just no, this happened. It's a shame. It's Hamas's fault. Like, just that's the default. It had to be Hamas's Hamas's fault. And this is where people's minds break. It's like the most simplistic thing. Like, people do this thing where you're like, "No, it's Hamas's fault." These uh, civilian people are being are dying. Right. And like, in a certain sense, they're, they're of,
3: human shields. In so. a
2: certain sense, you're sort of right. They did. It was a predictable reaction that they caused, but they sort of they probably intended it to. But even then, it's just such a silly like reasoning it's like talking to a child but it's like okay but you threw the rock right right so
3: no, no yeah no, no, i know they, you're they're, saying they're,
2: that they made you throw the rock but you threw the rock
3: but but their, their, <laughs> their, their reaction is like this they go they go but billy threw the rock first and then you're like yeah, but then you fucking flattened Billy's home and his entire neighborhood. Yeah. And well, you're like, <laughs> like uh, but, th- but then they're like, no, but, but Billy was, you know, he went and he hid amongst those people. It's like, that doesn't make it okay. You can't flatten everybody that's in his entire town. But
4: Billy's an asshole. <laughs> and,
3: and, I, and I just keep like emphasizing it. But let me also add, it was reported by Al Jazeera that, number one, there has been many, many hospitals that have been struck in, uh, in northern Gaza. But number 2, there was a notice put out by the IDF for everyone to vacate these hospitals. I'm sorry, sorry yeah. but if you put out a notice saying vacate this hospital and then a hospital blows up, I'm not going to assume at all that it was Hamas's deflected bottle rocket that's responsible for this strike. <laughs> it's so it's so laughable that like we're the conspiracy theory like we're we're the ones that are like actually like pushing the envelope as to what the truth is here. No, no, no. The people pushing the envelope on what is true are the people that are pushing this fucking narrative that it was actually just Hamas's bottle rocket that was re- redirected and then you know just fell gently into a hospital, killing five hundred people. It's, it's ridiculous.
2: It set a it set a, tra- a trash can on fire, which then lit, lit the some 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 fuel that was being stored nearby that set off a chain reaction. I, I, th- I don't I think you're not thinking this through, Clint.
3: <laughs> <I've> just <laughs> I just a, want a, to say a, the Israelis level have...
4: terrorists the Israelis have really perfected their controlled demolition since 2001. I just want to point that out. (laughs) Sorry, that All was right. dark. But. All right, Reed, you,
2: you, wanna, you need to get out of here? Or I know you said 10. so. Uh, I can 10. hang
4: out a few more minutes, okay. but um, yeah, I'll hang out a little bit longer. All right,
2: I got to chat. Keep in mind, you guys can ask questions. I'll try to see. I'm trying to pay attention to see if there's any questions. A lot of you guys are just chatting. That's fine. But I got this from Libertarian uh, Podcast Review. He said, The guy wearing an IDF uniform in Congress is such a great synopsis of what's wrong with this, uh, with so many in this conflict. Sure, uh, yeah, man. that was probably the cringiest thing I've ever seen. And, like, I can't even imagine even when I was the most boomer conish in my life when I was a kid and just kind of a generic sort of right centrist, I really just feel like if I saw that in high school when I was kind of sort of pro-Iraq war and all that, I still would have been like, what a fucking faggot. Yeah. What are you doing? Like,
3: <laughs> Dude, what but, are you doing? But you're, saying, you're saying it's the <laughs> most cringe thing you've ever seen in your life. It wasn't even like a year and a half ago that fucking, or I think it wasn't even a year ago that Zelensky was in our Congress yeah, with the holding flag. up the Ukraine yeah. flag and having fucking the Speaker of the House and the Vice President of the United States holding up another nation's flag. We are fucking ruled by foreign powers. We don't have any representation in this country. And I don't think I'm overstating it to say that. They don't fucking represent us at all. We are, and I know this is also a boomercon point, but like they are significant, exponentially more concerned with the border security of Ukraine than they are of the... Mm-hmm. United States. It's, it's fucking bonkers, dude. We're so clearly under the con- control and command of fucking globalists at this point. I don't understand how anybody that's a libertarian who leans open borders doesn't see this for what it is. It's like, these people are fucking doing this shit intentionally at this point. I don't know how you... I, I, read. I, I, I don't know if like New Hampshire is probably more pro-borders since you guys are New Hampshireites and you're like, we're going to create this homeland, but are there any open borders libertarians that you've spoken to that are like, yeah, this is kind of fucked up.
4: I mean, I was talking to this I don't know what Scott Horton's border dues are, but we were talking about it yesterday, just like how many people are coming in and, and not like from Mexico, like in the past, it's been people from Mexico who want to come and work here. And right. now we're talking about people from literally all over the world, just pouring <laughs> over the border. And we have no idea who they are. Um, and the other, th- I mean, the, the big thing with the, uh, the migrants that people just don't understand is, um, is you know the 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 massive muslim migration to europe that was because of america's wars in the middle east like i don't know when they're going to understand that you know and uh now they're cheering on a lot of the people who are most terrified of that that sharia law is coming to america (laughs) soon or you know whatever like they're cheering on the bombing and emptying of Gaza. And it's like, where do you think all those people are going to go? Egypt's, you know, like all, and, and the people know that all the surrounding Muslim countries aren't going to take them. So where do you think they're going to end up? They're going to end up here. They're going to end up in England. They're going to end up in France and they're going to continue, you know, uh, going there because that's where they can get. And I don't know. I I, I don't know when people are going to finally fucking understand that, but, um, It's almost like I know you and I made similar points about this, how it's it's it it seems intentional, like the right wingers advocate bombing the shit out of a country and the left wingers advocate bringing them in. And then the right wingers advocate more strict like border security and not just like on the border, but like checkpoints and shit and then more funding to the Department of Homeland Security and then the Democrats turn that right around and use the Department of Homeland Security as a weapon against the right wingers who have like push exactly. for building. I mean, it's just amazing, like how it's just this cyclical effect of stupidity. And dude, it,
3: we're we're know. trapped. We're trapped in like a fucking like a Chinese finger trap gangbang from the left and right. It's like that's what it feels like. It's like my fucking my ass and my mouth are being used as like a fucking cock puppet
4: for these pieces of shit.
3: You're
4: it making sucks. me kind of hard talking like that. Point, <laughs>
3: You're trying
2: to get out of there before the the, the Federal Reserve comes on your finger. <laughs> Someone said in the chat, okay to abort, not not but not kill. I don't know if you're talking to somebody else, but I mean I I'm pretty much pro life. I mean I I, I kind of sway back and forth on my opinions on like making it illegal uh oh, i'm, not I, I'm like this. not offended if people make it illegal if anything like like okay oh well, no you don't get to kill babies
3: <laughs> is, i am i am not doing a fucking abortion debate yeah but I, I, I know War a lot III. of
2: people <laughs> i know a lot of people have tried to use that against a lot of conservatives that line of logic and it or, or not but not that but uh lefties a lot of like lefties or libertarian types they try to say that but a lot you'd be surprised a lot of libertarians are either are pro-life or have like kind of a a different view in it than you'd think as opposed
3: to just being like yeah i'm fine with killing babies
2: <laughs> like, right. so you know when i was younger uh, i was
3: one of them but i'm not not
0: anymore
2: yeah now now you're just like okay with killing babies so
0: no no
3: i just <laughs> now i have to
0: Serving collectors since 1945. God damn it. I, I promise I'm not getting into this debate. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it.
2: All right, Reed, what are your thoughts on killing babies? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I got to... Uh, I was just fuck with you. You can answer if you want to. Do <laughs> uh, you, you think the BLM types are going to catch on that they were useful idiots to punish the country for electing Trump? I've already seen a lot of pushes to demonize them in because a lot of them like supporting Hamas, which, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's a stupid move, but like... Then like of course they get smattered all over the place. So I don't know if that'll bite them in the ass. I don't know if that was the angle he was going with there. I don't know if any of you guys have thoughts on BLM. I've kind of forgot they existed. <laughs> so-
3: I don't think I don't think they really did exist. It was just yeah. like it was a bunch of dis- disillusioned youth that were like being activated by social media prompts like, i don't think they actually had any fucking like the vast majority of those people have no real beliefs in my opinion. i
4: think black lives matter should be a fan of the idf because the idf does property destruction way better than hamas does and i know blm is kind of a big fan of that so
3: well and they also believe in a fucking ethno state and that's kind of like the <laughs> <laughs> since since not all lives matter if you say that you're a racist well then you know
4: uh, Seems as if the right IDF there. might take out a hospital, but uh, you know BLM can take out a mean target real quick. So,
2: yeah, I got more information from Matthew Butts. Uh, with a name like that, I'm gonna I'm gonna accept it as valid news to report. Uh, it said <laughs> Israel has bombed healthcare facilities in the past week. Fifty one in the Gaza Strip. This hospital was just the large, largest one with ties yeah. to Western organizations. Yeah, it's definitely not the first attack I've heard on a hospital, but I think it's one of those things where like a lot of people are like, "Oh, was it a hospital?" Or just were like. A shack that you had some people helping people out and you're like well no, that's kind of what their hospitals hospital. have become so
3: no no this <laughs> yeah. was a real hospital i yeah. saw footage of it before well, oh, I that mean, was my point that's why yeah. this
2: is like they're making they probably it seems like this is like the biggest one or something so
3: seems as if dude yeah it's really fucked up by the way can we just like just imagine for a second that all of our assessments are correct because they probably are that the idf was responsible for this strike that is fucking evil like unbelievably evil 500 people that are like Getting care for already having been wounded in your bombing campaign, and they're like, and double tab, you're gone. It's wild. It's wildly criminal.
2: Yeah, it, it's 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 like even if you're like, oh, they thought it was. Li- yeah, Sorry. even if they say you do think it's a legitimate military base, you're still killing people. A lot of people keep making this point, like, "Oh, well, we're not really trying to kill them, so at best it's involuntary manslaughter." You're like, that's still a fucking crime. Like, it doesn't make it, like you're still killing people. Like,
3: but what about? But they they took forty babies' heads off, so we're allowed yeah. to do whatever we want. No, but that didn't happen. It doesn't matter.
2: Doesn't. The, matter. And the point is like, oh, it's involuntary manslaughter, so therefore wartime. Uh, we just we'll just wipe that one off the fucking chart don't worry about that one like no that's still a crime That's still a crime i I, I got i got so (laughs) many
3: responses today because as soon as i saw that story and i kind of had like a rough assessment that i thought it was probably idf that had done it i uh i quote tweeted one of the the news articles announcing it and i said you know this is against the geneva conventions and blah 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 and i had so many people responding going well, good thing that Hamas is in a signer to the Geneva Convention. You know, they don't honor human rights and blah blah blah. And I was like I was like, "Hey, are we all terrorists now?" Yeah. <laughs> like is this is this really the threshold by which we assess morality that we're fighting monsters so we all are just morally uh, you know, res- uh, we're resolved of any sort of culpability for our fucking our own criminal actions? It's crazy. It's crazy how like just nuts people get.
2: Yeah, it's just, I, I remember when I was reading, uh, I don't remember if it was Rothbard or it was some thinker, and they were talking about, like, in theory, how things should work. And they were applying this to law enforcement. And people had this idea that, like, well, they could never do anything if they, were, if they weren't able to violate your rights. Because even just you, and your initial being arrested, you haven't had a trial yet. so the, But then the idea became, uh, like, in the book, they laid out that Okay, but if they actually did commit that crime or whatever, or you had a valid reason they were they were harming someone, then you're not being held culpable for whatever action happens because you were you were morally correct in doing so. But if not, you are liable. And then people are like, oh, well, we couldn't operate like that. It's like, what? So you want to have this entity that is not liable for criminal actions? Is that that what you're saying? Like, cause, like, because everyone's saying this. In oh, it's involuntary manslaughter. It's not the flex you think it is. You're just saying, oh, we have this entity that we allow get away with crimes, but we'll only let them do it up to involuntary manslaughter. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck kind of like logic is that?
3: <laughs> like, I, I'm I'm just deeply disturbed by everyone's uh, instantaneous loss of humanity, and and the sickening part of it is that they always couch it in sympathy for the the dead you know it's always like yeah but they have hostages there's 1200 fucking innocent israelis that were killed and i'm just sitting here like that's all terrible that's all te- hey 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 that's all terrible now what are you going to do in response you're going to go out and kill tens of thousands of fucking kids like yeah. are you do you like if you actually feel that way about how terrible what happened to the innocent israelis is and i agree with you then why the fuck do you have no moral questioning as to the response that comes as a result why like what i, if the I only love answer, everyone the only answer to me is that you view the muslims as lesser and that that i'm telling you factually that is what austin peter has uh, austin peterson was saying with keith woods during that debate he's like culturally they're lesser and i'm like i agree actually i think that the palestinians don't have a culture that i i respect as much as the israelis to some extent i mean i have my own Concerns with their culture as well um, But it doesn't change the fact that Fucking kids are kids bro <laughs> Like I don't care what their fucking parents ideology is I don't care what their, their, their religion is I don't care what their intelligence is Or their work ethic or anything else Kids are kids and we're just like We're just signing a blank check Go kill as many of them as you want I think it's sick
4: yeah, I love everyone invoking 9/11 and saying imagine if the Israelis were telling us to be cautious after 9/11, which first of all, <laughs> the Israelis I were wish they had. <laughs> Yeah, I know, they were definitely not telling us to be cautious, but I mean, look at what we did after 9/11. We invaded countries that had absolutely nothing to do with the attack. We killed millions of people. We put ourselves trillions of dollars into debt. I mean, I don't I I wonder what the polling is right now about people thinking how good our reaction to 9 11 was. Like, I don't know how many people still think the Iraq war was a good idea. I hope it's really low. Um, but I think God. I'd be disappointed to see the poll numbers. So I, I, I don't know. But it's just amazing to see people harken back to that.
2: It has impressed me the amount of people who have used that reference as like a reason why we should chill out on condemning Israel's acts in war. Right. And it's like, oh, but it's, what is it, like, it's look, think about 9 11. What did we do? And you're like, what? Like we've gone through this. Yes, like... that's the point. Yeah, it's like it's like
4: it's
3: like you. Sh- if I was you, the last thing I would be bringing up is the response to nine eleven, bro. <laughs> like that. Do you have any idea how how much that plays into my argument? Like that. We need to to show constraint and concern for innocence. Uh, these people are fucking nuts, dude. All
2: right, I got a question. I mean, or after
4: after. Is- oh, go ahead. No, go, ahead. go ahead.
2: Go ahead. No, you go. Ahead. I, just I just wanted go
4: ahead. to say. Okay, I just wanted to say it's um, it's sad to see how stupid Republicans are. Like I I'm someone who hasn't given them as much credit as other libertarians for growing and getting better on this issue. But even I have been saddened and surprised and amazed at like how bloodthirsty they are. And frankly, I know I was a kid uh, in the early 2000s, but I still remember after 9-11, we had this. We had this like pause where we were just kind of we were actually doing a little bit of not really self reflection but just wondering why they would do something like that to us. And then after about a year, we were like, "Okay, I guess we're going into Iraq," and we were sort of confused about that. Even so, there was never as much turn into a fucking law is. He's his battery shutting kind off. Of crazy.
3: mama <laughs> <laughs> read
2: <laughs> We lost you a little bit there. We, we, I think we got the main sentiment. Uh, All right. uh although I, I think I missed your last point, but uh, I got a question from Space Jason Are affluent white female liberals the worst sect of American society or serial killers? This actually points before we even started, and it is surprising to see. Of the people arguing that, like, Israel's doing nothing wrong or whatever, it is seems to be all coming from an emotional argument. Like, even Ben Shapiro, the guy who touts himself as being logic, has been a raging bitch for the past week. And, and just completely caved to all emotion and been everything he's claimed that they shouldn't be in regards to that.
3: And... It is when I see funny. him talking, I just see a flapping vagina, like a like a fucking stinky flapping vagina. Like he is <laughs> he is leading this entire argumentation with a big old pussy. It's yes. it's brutal.
2: Yeah, let me tell you why this is the worst thing that's ever happened since six million. (laughs) uh, As a
3: consequence, we must. uh, I think it's just uh, clearly, clearly righteous that we go and we kill as many children as we have possibly can. You want a Holocaust? You want a Holocaust? Because we're going to get a Holocaust if we don't do this Holocaust. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good God, dude. Good God. Him and fucking Dave Rubin. Fuck Dave Rubin, man. Jesus Uh, Christ. Dave Rubin Uh, blocked
4: me. Finally. But uh, I went at him pretty hard. And um I dude, I I I can't believe I used to like the the the, the dark web people. Like I used to kind of listen to those dude, people and think they too. were interesting and it's like wow. It breaks my
3: heart. Yikes. Fucking yo, I know I know for a fact I can't I can't talk about who, but I know for a fact that Dave Rubin has been coming for multiple people's jobs for just for just being in the non interventionist camp. He's coming for people's jobs, dude. He's yeah. a fucking piece of shit. Yep. <laughs> like, the affluent
2: one. white female liberals. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. I mean, gay dude who used to be a liberal. Same. Well, same guys, dude. my uh,
4: connection is shit.
2: <laughs> okay. See you. I think my connection is shit. <laughs> gotta, and
4: I got to go to bed, anyways. So thanks for having me on. But uh, yeah, good fuck catch Israel. Up, and hopefully the <laughs> world realizes how bad they are. So
3: <laughs> hugs and kisses, bitch. Good night.
2: Uh, RC Bud, uh, some Indie Prime says inverse to what is ideal. Less people, less people investing their emotions in every single war. I guess the point being is that we should invest less. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. That is a, there is a point to be had in that because there is the idea that if you ignore them, I guess, and it is like you're kind of pulling away their power as well because you're not able to manipulate it. But I don't know. I think uh, in times like this, I do think it's good to have a lot of us people screeching and. Irritating the sensibilities and maybe shaking up a few NPCs' fucking thinking and maybe helping them develop some level of an inner voice.
3: Jesus <laughs> Christ, I know, right? Like, can we get these people's fucking brains to just be capable of thought, please? <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but I mean, to to you know, counter what he's saying there, there's a war right now in Azerbaijan. It's like there's other wars that I'm not focusing mm. on, like the. I'm not. I'm not some bleeding heart that's like I want to discuss every single innocent person that's dying all over the planet. What I am doing is I'm trying to engage in a dialogue that prevents a bigger war from breaking out that ultimately sucks the United States in, and, and then, as a consequence, becomes an existential to a threat to all life on Earth. You know, like that. That is really what I'm doing. So.
2: Yeah, I agree. How would you like to see Scott debate Ben Shapiro? That, that is a good question. Who would you want he to debate uh,
3: Who what? Gene Gene Epstein uh, put out the the request for Scott to debate Ben Shapiro, and Shapiro uh, declined. Recently? No, nah, years ago. But uh, like, oh,
2: okay, yeah, sh- I fe- okay. I was gonna say I thought I'd heard that before, but no, this was recent. A reason I, I brought that up, and other people are talking about it is I believe I didn't watch it, but I think Tim, uh, you know, Tim Poole, your buddy. Uh, said uh, said something on his shows along the lines of wanting to get Ben Shapiro to debate somebody on this. So it's like, I don't know, with maybe somebody like Tim Pool really putting the shine on him, I think that would be glorious because I cannot oh, imagine more It'd of a slaughter amazing. than I, I could name like five or six people off the top of my head that I just know would just fucking rape him in the debate like you know ben shapiro i don't know about sheldon richmond's skills uh you know on on you know debates but he's wrote the book coming to palestine you got max blumenthal you got fucking dave smith scott i don't know if i already said scott horton but like i mean i'm sure i could think of others and it's like all, and multiple of them are, are cool under pressure, aren't? don't get emotional, and I feel like Ben would come off emotional because that would be his only card to play and try to be manipulative. And mm. if it's one of our people, our better ones, they will not fall for that. And then when he plays that card, they will go for the intellectual jugular and you will see something the likes of what happened when Dave went off against Sarwak. Like right. something like that. <laughs>
3: Just full annihilation. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't understand the, uh, the ancient history adequately to like content because i know he's going to go fucking biblical with it and it's like Mm -hmm. i don't want to fuck with that like i I don't care about that if i'm being totally honest like yeah like i care about like the past 50 or so years because that's like 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 how when does people this work... strengthen your private
2: property claim. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's
3: like, well, cause God said it in a book. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not how property rights work, bro. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um yeah. but yeah, I, I know I know, you know, Scott could could engage on all fronts, so I think that would be glorious.
2: Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on the I haven't engaged a lot because I need to actually read. I have coming to Palestine here and I need that's, that. I was going to read RFK book next, but I think I might have to read this just because, you know, all the stuff going on. But it's like there's so it's so complicated with the whole Palestine-Israel conflict. But at the end of the day, I really feel like if you just think about the Nakba and what that entails, it's pretty simple like i get it like that was technically an area controlled by the british i believe and they supposedly promised that away to the jews but it's still like okay those people were living there and you made them leave like like we don't believe in public property so this idea that the government you know made the move means nothing to us right. so like they so, didn't I mean, like f- it was like forsake their private property claims
3: it was definitional <laughs> uh you know, ethnic cleansing, kind of, sort of. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, it, it, you know, for me as an American, I think that the best analogy is kind of what transpired with the Native Americans. It's like these people live there and you were like, yeah, but we're like, we're better than you. So now you get to go live in this like little fucking shoebox and we get the rest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: like, well, the the difference becomes, though, is I don't know if you were here when I was talking about this with Reed at the beginning, is that it is like the Indians. But then a lot of times the Israelites will bring up, I guess, some talking about how it, this used to be Judea and the Jews used to live here and blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. But it's like that was like, what, hundreds, maybe even thousands of years ago, whatever. Oh, thousands. Thousands. Yeah, so it's like. Okay, that's even more of an Indian thing. And like the the stark difference between the Indian thing, like let's say the Indians right now, we were like, we want to give you back your land. It's just not feasible. Like that's not something that can be done through courts. How do you track that private property claim through that many generations? But now when you're talking with something that's 50, 60, 70 years ago, there are legitimate claims to be had. Like if this, if there was an actual fair court that was able to deal with this, there would be people getting their land back. Lots of people. So like this isn't in, in and I get the point you make in a certain sense, it is an Indian thing, but it's not because that's, that's not feasible. When bring up, people bring up reparations for black people or fucking, or give the the Indians back their land. There's some extent there is a loose argument. If you can somehow magically trace your private property claim that many generations back, but Good fucking luck, and then at that point you're what entitled to twenty bucks. Good for you, pal. Like, (laughs) no, no, no. (laughs) I
3: I get the point you're making, and that's actually the the I didn't complete my analogy, but what I've been saying is it's like a it's a modern day, uh, you know, Western expansion type of situation where it's like, yeah, we're we're putting all these Indians into their reservations, but like we're doing it in 2020. (laughs) like like it's it's just it's much more egregious because that's not really what we do in modern times there was still much more of a might make makes right mentality when it came to geopolitics and and border drawing that's not what we do anymore i mean that the whole reason that this like we were prepared to fucking have all-out nuclear war against russia is because they were trying to take land and you don't do that by force anymore that's what the whole fucking neoliberal world order is all about now you got to respect the international order and we don't take fucking dirt by force anymore and it's like well that's exactly what's been happening with the palestinians for a very very long time and no one fucking says a word and i wonder why you know um so it's just it's just very frustrating and and ultimately like i just want them i want both tribes to be put into the like give them both casinos and let them drink and i don't give a fuck Let's, let's everybody get along yeah have fun uh someone posted
2: that. this is a good one i guess it's a quote from max blumenthal the Nakba is a continuous process yeah that's a that's a good one uh someone brought up a concentration camp you want to explain because i don't I, like i said i don't really normally talk about the whole israel palestine but obviously it's you know pertinent right now if you could explain to my audience because i feel like you probably could explain it better how is it fair to call what the uh palestinians are living in a concentration camp because I mean, that is always nice <laughs> the it's always the minutia that it gets tied up in is like yeah. uh,
3: you know well look it, it's I think it's, I don't know if it's fair, maybe it's a little hyperbolic, but it's not a bad analogy, I think, as opposed to like literal concentration camp, it's kind of an analogy. But the the truth is, is that you have a couple million people that live in a very small land mass, and they're not allowed to leave. (laughs) So like, if you can't leave, and you and also there's a full on fucking embargo for all imports and exports. So you can't have an economy, really. I mean, you're just like, it's like trading amongst a bunch of poor people. It's like, how do you how do you grow wealth in that scenario? It's very very challenging, and then and then because they're poor, because they have over fifty percent unemployment, people go, oh well, look at them, they're fucking obviously savages, they're lesser than us. It's like, well, who the fuck knows what they're capable of? They can't trade with the outside world, um, so I can't make any assessment as to their capacity as human beings. I don't know, and this is your fault. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, I mean, there's there's seven entrances and exits, uh, you know, basically like entryways into this giant ass open air prison, and they're almost all closed almost all the time and right recently they've been all entirely closed but there's some palestinians that are allowed to like a very small amount that are allowed to traverse into egypt to go work there's a very small amount that are allowed to do the same into israel but then a, a huge percentage i think it's the vast majority are are not able to leave at all and it's like well what do you call that <laughs> you know like to me that's a fucking giant ass jail yeah, absolutely. Uh, were there swimming pools in there, though? Uh, that's the uh, the key point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can, can we can we just pop uh, uh, some suds on the roof as we're tarring the place? Get some. Uh, what's the name of that movie? I don't know. I'm blanking. Yeah. I,
2: it. <laughs> I, I do think uh, one point you brought up there, and I think I mean a lot of people have picked up on this, but I don't. I really just don't feel like people have emphasized enough how insane this is that they they've cut off water and power. I believe and which internet. like. And And, gas. and, And so, and these are all things completely controlled by their government. So they don't really, I mean, it's one thing when you have a nation embargo, another nation or whatever, and prevent like other nations from trading in there. Okay. That's awful as well. Like that's basically what we did to Yemen, but like Israel has even stronger control in this area than that. And they're shutting off. So it's like, we legitimately could be seeing a Yemen type situation in a more condensed period of time if things don't change very fast, and that's from them. They they really wouldn't even have to do this these military operations if they're trying to kill these people. These military operations could be a smokescreen for just genociding the people because within a certain period of time, with no water and no food, it's going to become lower the flies in there and go go south real fucking quick, anyways.
3: So yeah. it's yeah. I mean it's horrific. It's horrific yeah. what they're doing to these people, I, and and I, I you know I made this point on my show, but there hasn't been an election in over fifteen fucking years, dude. So like. People that go, oh, these people voted for Hamas, fuck them. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, all right, well, imagine that the voting age is 18. I don't know what it is, but it's probably around that. Well, that that means that you'd have to be 33 years old today to have voted in your very first election for Hamas. And mind you, that was your only election of your lifetime. And you casted a vote for Hamas. Okay, well, then you have some culpability for putting Hamas, which ended up committing terrorist actions. Okay, sure, fine. I don't believe in, in, you know, holding people accountable for their politicians' uh, fucked up decisions. But regardless, just say that you blame them. Well, here's the the sad truth of it all. Over half of the fucking population are, are kids. It's like 70% of the population are under 30 years old. So that means that like 75% of the people didn't vote for Hamas. <laughs> you know, like they, they've never voted in their fucking lives. And everyone's just like, they voted for fucking terrorists. Who gives a fuck about them? It's just so not true. It's just not the reality of the situation. And then for those that did vote for Hamas, keep in mind that fucking Netanyahu was helping them get into power. So it was like, this was Israel kind of foisting it upon the people. They didn't win by a landslide. So of those 25% of people today that, that voted in that election, approximately half of them didn't even vote for Hamas. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, we're talking, you know, one in 10 current Palestinians are actually responsible for casting a vote for this, this organization. And the reason they did it is because their land has been getting taken away forever, and they want to have someone that will defend them however they can. And you know how, how it is with desperate people it's like, it's like every time you see terrorism People just jump to the conclusion Look at these savages They have no respect for human life 99% of the time The reason that these people have gotten to such a position of desperation Is because their fucking back has been pushed against the wall Have some goddamn sympathy for what they've been put through I'm not saying that what they're doing is okay at all I think it's awful But it doesn't change the fact that what's been done to them To get them in this mindset Is fucked up beyond belief
2: yeah, and, and put yourself in the perspective of, say you're an individual that lost members of your family, multiple. Let's say you're one of the, the, the awful war propaganda photos that, you know, and I'm sure some of them are real, some of them aren't, uh, you know, of the, the, the father or the mother uh, or the young, the young boy, that, that his whole family, just gone. Now, like, I, I could tell you as a father... If that happened to me, if I my house got hit with an airstrike exactly. and now especially put me in the situation where I've been locked up amongst my people for generations and have had this other people who have very clearly shown a racial supremacy attitude towards me, uh, I right. wouldn't be that least bit surprised if I, in that moment of weakness, collectivize an entire group and fucking decide to go fucking jihad on their ass because I have nothing left to live for and you took the only thing i cared for in the world like- this was
3: the, this was the other <laughs> point i was making last night is like if you actually care about israel's existence well then you definitely shouldn't be encouraged the, encouraging them to just commit wanton violence against 2 million you know non-violent non-combatants like they, do you know what that's going to do do you know how many fucking kids right now have lost their parents and Assuming that they're not just totally genocided off the face of the earth Or going 10, 15 years from now Going to be on the front lines as a Hamas soldier Like you're committing, you're, you're, you're creating rather All of these soldiers that you're fighting today You're creating exponentially more of them tomorrow And it's like, this is, this is well known uh, the, the US you know, military uh, you know, higher ups have, have talked about this very openly For the longest time Every time you kill a terrorist you create 5 or 10 more And it's like, are we learning nothing? Are we like, we just went through fucking 20 plus years of the war on terror? Have we learned absolutely fuck all? Because I've learned some shit. I'm sure you have. Why the fuck is nobody else learning anything? It's driving me fucking crazy, dude.
2: Yeah. And a lot of this does come down to the fault of democracy. I, I'm sure you've read Hoppe's book, uh, Dem- Democracy of the God that Fails. One of the, the phenomenons of democracy is it has this effect where it makes. People see you synonymous with your nation. Now, you look at somewhere like Israel, which isn't really a true, a true democracy, but they do stuff like require all of their citizens to become members of the military. You blur the lines between your government and the state. And so you take a essentially a group of third world individuals. They're going to see you as the fucking state. So when you are terrorizing them over and over and over again, right. don't see be surprised when they come over there and try to destroy the state.
3: Yeah, as they I, perceive it. Yeah, exactly. And I like, it's not. It's not even that I, I, like, I still think that the people that struck, you know, the World Trade Center, assuming that you believe it was Osama bin Laden's guys, like they're still pieces of shit. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, like they took their what is probably righteous anger, but they directed it in an unrighteous fashion. Like they took out innocent people. I don't have any fucking. I don't have any sympathy for people that do that ever, no matter what side it's on. So you know, just understanding though, like the human condition and understanding the mentality that people get in when they've been egregiously wronged for fucking millennia, or at least in this situation, decades to, you know, at minimum. Um, yeah. Like, why is anybody surprised by this? It's just, it's just like pure human nature. And this once again, goes to kind of my, my view of like how people are capable of dehumanizing these people. They, they genuinely view them as lesser because if they if they were to ever view this in an even handed fashion, they would readily agree that if you, if like an American was treated how the Palestinians have been treated, they would be going seventeen seventy six on everybody, you know, like unless they're a cuck, <laughs> like, like like what's happening to them would absolutely radicalize any of us. So that's I don't yeah.
2: know. All right, someone brought up another good point in the chat, and this is the last one I got right now. And so unless I guess last chance for you guys to get questions in, and then we'll probably start wrapping. Uh, keep rewarding failure with tons of money and they'll give you all the intel failures you can stomach. This is a point I brought up a lot with my OKC talks because um, with that, it's kind of like whether they did it or they didn't, it's kind of like, well, they were incentivized on both ends because it's like, you know, they were incentivized to, whether it was like a setup, because a lot of people try to make it out like it was a sting gone wrong. And then some people will take the CIA angle where the CIA did it. And it's like, either way they're incentivized for either to set up the situation and whether it goes bad or not, either way, it's a win-win for them because if they pull off a sting and it's like, cool, look at what we did. We caught bad guys. They were going to blow up a federal building. If the, you did it yourself, it's like, well, f- fuck. We just, all these holes in our fucking intelligence. We just don't have the funding we need. So exactly. it's like, no matter what, it's a win-win.
3: So this well, you've the, created
2: the, these, in, this perverse incentives, but it's,
3: this, it's the self licking ice cream con that yeah. they always talk about. It's like, well, we don't have enough money for this, but if you don't give us enough money, then we won't have enough money for it. So you got to give us the money and then we won't have the money for it. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> the fuck are you saying? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, this is, this is why, in my opinion, the CIA hasn't stopped, uh, you know, creating funding and uh, and arming radical groups all over the world. Is that like every time it goes wrong, they get more power and money. <laughs> so it's like like They don't have any incentive to stop Until the American people actually identify what's going on And we and we reject it outright And we say, you can't do this anymore You're abolished, bro You fucked up the planet And you continue to do so And no one's ever held to account um, But obviously we're controlled by the intelligence agencies They seem to actually be the political apparatus That rules over us So who's going to hold them to account?
0: Like, yeah, I don't know Yeah, for sure <laughs>
3: yeah uh all right guys
2: uh we're gonna get out of here uh we'll do plugs if you guys squeeze in any questions in the meantime maybe i'll bring it up uh go ahead and clint uh let people know where they can find you and we'll go ahead and get out of here just a short little live stream for you guys today since i had one set up anyway so
3: (laughs) sure uh at liberty lockpot on twitter and liberty lockdown i did an episode last night that's already got a couple thousand views and when anytime a solo episode does a couple thousand views in 24 hours makes me happy so uh go check that out if you haven't watched it yet and uh, it looks like we will have on Dinesh D'Souza on Thursday over on We Are Change. That's the show I do with Luke Redkowski. Uh We're also scheduling with Vivek Ramaswamy to come in after the debates in Miami, first week of November. I will be on TimCast once or twice, mid-November, and then uh, we're also scheduling Roseanne Barr over on We Are Change. So there's lots of shit popping. I hope you guys will uh, check it out. Oh, oh yeah. And was then, war- and then yeah. I do
2: a show called Tower Gang. oh yeah you do that too uh yeah i did want to bring up too i just find it funny uh god i i had a point forgot it got got it back lost it again god i'm loopy today uh i just got over being sick so uh, i'm still kind of repairing no yeah it's yeah it was your fault it was transmittable uh (laughs) but this is a no way jose show you can find me on youtube all the major oddbucketers odyssey rumble uh like share subscribe comment do all that stuff share it around i'm sure there were some fiery clips in here you can share around on the interwebs yeah, uh, give me a five star review. Hey Jose, stop, stop, stop,
3: stop, uh, stop plugging Odyssey, dude. <laughs>
2: Odyssey? Yeah, I mean it's really just more that like I've already incorporated into my. Uh, da, 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 you know. So I'm uh, like, I gotta take it out of my da, da, like my like free program it's,
3: it's gone. It's gone, homeboy. It's gone.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh. But yeah, no, looking forward to targeting tomorrow. That'll be fun. If you want to get any my merch, any uh any uh, Clint's merch as well, toplobster.com Uh, use jose at checkout for 10 percent off get that Yiki shirt get that trendu shirt uh i do have some some okc stuff coming up in the future so keep your eye out for that uh follow me on twitter at target jose and we are out of here love you give jose three dollars
3: a month become a member (laughs) do it
2: yeah oh yeah do that all right
3: right, we're out of here